When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. You're more in pitching podcast from Pitchels.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is August 12th. Happy Friday. And yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Plus? No, get out of here. This is just for PL Plus members. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do. Drew Smiley was the lead yesterday as he went five innings pitch, zero and runs forwards, two walks and nine strikeouts. This was the Field of Dreams game, which is kind of annoying for me because there's no stack cast data. But of course, I watched this game. And uh, yeah, the curveball was really, really nice. Uh, he leaned heavily on that pitch, had some nice cutters inside. The fastball was all right, but it looked like it was around 92 or so. 18 whiffs in this. And yeah, this is, this is good stuff. He's going to get, uh, he's going to get the Nationals next, Natty Light. I think I'm cool with that for Drew Smiley, but this could just come back down to earth pretty quickly. And I uh, don't really depend on this for the next two months. Um, opposite that was Nick Lodolo, who did not look good in this. I mean, we'll say he threw a lot of strikes in the first inning. He almost was out of it. And then he all of a sudden wasn't. Uh, he only threw strikes during those four hits that happened. Uh, from a, a hip, sorry, it was those three hits, but it was a hit batsman at an 0-2 pitch. And then three hits afterwards on. Some of them were good pitches, some of them were not. Uh, before put two innings, four and run, seven hits, four walks, and six Ks. I don't think that Lodolo is destined now to be, oh no, never mind, he's just bad and he's not actually good. I don't really think that's the case with him. Uh, he does get the fills next, and I think that's a cherry bomb. Can go either way, start. Um, other starts from yesterday, other games really. We have Framber Valdez against the Rangers. Goes seven innings, zero and runs forwards, one walk and eight Ks. My instinct instantly was big. Oh, Ace is going to ace, right? Twenty-one whiffs, thirty-nine percent CSW. At the same time, though, last three starts have each allowed at least three earned runs and a one twenty-five whip across them. So, yeah, this isn't enough for me to do that. But still, like you're going to keep starting Framber Valdez. He's right on the fringe of it. Uh, Zach Greinke went against the White Sox, six point one innings, zero and runs, nine hits, zero walks and five Ks. Good stuff. The whip is a little annoying. He gets the twins now. You don't do it. I mean, he's a Toby at best. Um, Edward Cabrera was really fun. Uh, I did this for the YouTube video. 5.2 innings, zero in runs, three hits, two walks, and six Ks. His changeup can look so good. The slider can look so good. I, uh, there's, there's a lot to like here. And he had an 18% zone rate last time through more strikes this time, which is good. I do wonder if this is going to be a Kenta Maeda thing about like a 40% zone rate, really playing with sliders and change-ups and sneaking in fastballs. I think that might be it. I'm very curious to see how this moves uh, improves moving forward. Obviously, a must-add right now in 12-teamers is Edward Cabrera. Zach Plesek went against the Tigers, did exactly what he was supposed to do. 6.1 innings, one and run four, it's one walk, seven Ks. The slider got whiffs, the change-up got strikes, and guess what? He gets them again, so I, I, I'm i excited about that one. Dylan Cease, yep, six innings, one and run three, it's two walks, eight Ks against the Royals. Ace is going to ace. The slider was actually somewhat inconsistent. When it, it landed, it was amazing. He had 13 whiffs on it, but he spiked a lot of them. Uh, and the curveball also was the same way, being amazing or terrible. It was effectively wild, is really what Cease is. And it does make me think that I'm going to be fading him next year, and everyone's going to be yelling at me again, and it stinks. I don't want that. Like I don't look forward to that. I want to be able to say, no, I believe all of it. Like I'm not going to have Dylan Cease like 30 or something, but I'm not going to have him... I guarantee you're going to see a lot of people have Dylan Cease within the top 10. He'll go in like the first three rounds or something like that. And I'm going to say absolutely not. 
Uh, that's at least how I'm going to be. Uh, Garrett Hill against the Guardians. Five innings, one run, four hits, two walks, and one strikeout. How am I going to butter my bread with that? Yeah, I don't really want to touch uh, touch Garrett Hill. Uh, Herman Marquez, sure. He's did two earned runs in six innings against the Cardinals and Coors. We're not trusting this. Nine base runners, by the way. Kyle Gibson, opposite Eric Cabrera. Six innings, two earned runs, six hits, two walks, and three Ks. Sure. That's a Toby, all right. JT Brubaker went against the Diamondbacks. Five innings, two earned runs, three hits, two walks, and six Ks. Good breakers here. Um, he gets the Red Sox next, so I'm not going to really buy into that. Uh, but yeah, everything kind of worked for Coffee Cakes here. I'm not, I don't believe that it's all of a sudden him forever. Dakota Hudson against Coors. Five innings, two and runs, four hits, four walks, six Ks. I still just think of Michaelis. Be like, how is Michaelis the one that just did not survive it? I don't know. Uh, don't trust this. Uh, Josh Minkowski is a cheap win guy. And honestly, he was almost there. 5.2 innings, three and runs, six hits, two walks, two Ks. As those three runs all came in the sixth inning. Uh, and if you had that final out, if he ended that one too, even after the three and runs, the Red Sox scored their fourth run in the bottom of the inning and he would have gotten the win. So yeah, the Josh Minkowski cheap win play is still very valid. Uh, Merrill Kelly against the Pirates. The Pirates is the team that messed them up. Well, he had one bad inning and a little three runs, five innings, three hundred runs, four hits, three walks, six Ks. That's all that happened. You'll get the Giants and Carlos next. Yeah, you keep going with that. Dean Kramer against Boston. I actually think he pitched pretty well with the the four seamer and the secondaries and let him survive. And guess what? That's the George Kirby, or I'm calling the Gerby method. Um, 5.2 innings, four and runs, six hits, one walk, six Ks. Now I believe in Gilbert and Kirby's fastball more than do Kramer's, and I do also believe a little bit more in their secondaries to be better than what Kramer's is, but still, it's the same idea. Unfortunately, he gets to the Jays next, so I'm not leaning on that whatsoever for Dean Kramer. And uh, last one is Cole Raggins against the Houston Astros. 4.1 innings, 5 and runs, 6 hits, 3 walks, and 1 strikeout. I like the man's mechanics, and I do think there is some little tweaking to do as he throws just too far out of the zone. The changeup and cutter, he's nibbling a lot, but it's not erratic. And what I mean by that is it's not like he's throwing a cutter and it's just going arm side and then glove side. He's just throwing it too far glove side or the changeup goes too far arm side. But those are adjustments to make. And he's a crafty lefty. I think over time this is going to work. It could work against the athletics next week even. There are just some adjustments to be made. And the more time he spends in the majors, I think we'll start to see that. So I'm very curious about it. I think over time, Cole Raggins is someone that we're going to be uh, saying, oh, hey, he's my stream pick of the day. I'm not really ready to say next week, but something at least to consider. Um, for all the starts for this weekend, definitely listen to yesterday's podcast. But there were some updates today. Um, you have Taylor Hearn going today instead of Dane Dunning. Um, that's an open situation, and I just do not have any interest in Taylor Hearn. Uh, Max Reed is on the concussion IL, which means Jake Odorizzi goes today, which means he is the stream pick of the day, not Austin Voth. And I would go with that in the questionable start tier um, against the Miami Marlins. And I moved Patrick Sandoval from questionable start to do not start. I know I normally really do not do this. I did it earlier this week. And I wanted to do it here. I think I got this one wrong yesterday. And so before the start happened, I wanted to put him into the do not start tier. I think Patrick Sandoval is too volatile and the twins are too good of an offense where it's not a coin flip. It's actually more uh, tipping the scales right now in favor of Sandoval not doing well. And I felt that just wasn't fair. So... I uh, so that that's that's the changes from yesterday, but not everything else has remained the same. Um, and check out tomorrow's and uh, Sunday's ranks 
um, this weekend. Also, listen to yesterday's podcast. I'll go over Saturday real quickly because I actually have it formalized now. Um, Jacob DeGrom, Corbin Burns, Shane McClanahan, Logan Webb, Yu Darvish, uh, Kevin Gaussman, Spencer Strider, Aaron Nolan, Lucas Giulio in the top tier. Probable start tier is Adam Wainwright and Andrew Heaney. Um, in that probable start here. Questionable start. Mackenzie, Montes, Detmers, Lizardo, and Gallon. All of these tough matchups. So they're all the start of questionable start. Uh, you have Lance McCullers coming back from the IL. He did go five innings and 24 batters faced. So that to me does say, okay, he's stretched out, but he didn't do well. Five in runs and 10 base runners, including three walks. Ah, I don't really love this, even though it is the athletics. I think his command isn't there. The stream pick of the day is Graham Ashcraft against the Cubs. Ian Anderson is a cherry bomb against the Miami Marlins as he comes back and then he will likely stay in 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 double a or sorry triple a because he's the extra man for this double header so keep that in mind if you have any Anderson this is the last one you'll go with and you put him back to the wire Spencer Watkins against the Rays is a questionable start and so is Marco Gonzalez at the end of this and in the do not start Adrian Sampson Dylan Bundy and Dane Dunning are the only real ones of intrigue Uh, I still wouldn't go after them but I can see it working out if you need something um, while Matt Manning, Brad Keller are definitely not do not start guys. And Tyler Beattie is so intriguing. I'm going to have my eye on him, but he's not stretched out. And I'm, I don't think this stuff is together yet. But he is throwing 96 and he does have a good breaker. And he goes against the Giants. I'm so curious to see how this one goes. Um, but all right, we look at two-star pitchers now because it is Friday. So let's go over that for next week. Kyle Bradish and Dean Kramer are doing it against the Jays and the Red Sox. And that's a do not start for both. Nick Pavetta is going against Pittsburgh and the Orioles, and that is a questionable start. I would consider that one for even though it's Nick Pavetta, that, those are two good matchups. Garrett Cole, obviously, and so with Nestor Cortez against the Rays and the Jays. Ryan Yarbrough and Jeffrey Springs are going Yankees, then Royals. No for Yarbrough, I would say questionable for Springs. Arguably probable because of that Royals start, but the Yankees, I think, is going to be too difficult or too much of a risk to say that. So questionable for Springs. Alec Manoa gets the Orioles and the Yankees. That's an auto for me. Mitch White gets the same, and I'm not going to do that. Uh, Johnny Cueto and Dylan Cease. Dylan Cease is an auto, even though it's Houston Astros and the Guardians. Johnny Cueto is a questionable. I know he can still make it work somehow against the Astros and Guardians. Uh, Detroit gets, uh, sorry, the Guardians get Detroit and the White Sox. It's Aaron Savali, the only one getting two of them. It's a doubleheader on Monday, but it's going to be Kirk McCarty, probably a, a bullpen game, and then he won't get a second start after that. Aaron Savali getting the Tigers, and then the White Sox is a questionable for me. I mean, I really like that Tigers start. The White Sox maybe not so much, but maybe that does push it up to probable because that is should be such a good one against the Tigers on Monday. And then for Detroit, Drew Hutchinson gets the Guardians and the Angels and do not start that. I don't care. It's Drew Hutchinson. Uh, Chris Bubich has been interesting. He gets the Twins and the Rays. He was up to 93 last time. I don't buy that he will. Um, this is the Twins, and I want to avoid that start, but I think he might be questionable if he does show the signs. If you have to lock it in for both, I would say do not. But watch that that Twins one, and then maybe he is considerable for the Rays one. Um, Joe Ryan gets the Royals and then the Rangers. That is a prom- probable. Yeah. I don't love it. I think the slider and the number two pitch, whatever it is, I think it's a slider. I mean, I want it to be a slider is what I'm trying to say. Um, it's just not good enough, but it's a good enough fastball, so I think he's a probable for that. You have Jose Urquidy going two against the White Sox and Atlanta. That is a probable, the way that he's been rolling. Uh, Shohei Otani, obviously, would go automatically, but it's a day off on Thursday. It's a six-man rotation for the Angels. James Caprillion and J.P. Sears both get two starts, and it's the Rangers and the Mariners. Uh, I I kind of want to say do not start for both. Um, Caprillion's kind of close. He also was kind of cursed by the Rangers from last year. 
it's intriguing. Um, if you're desperate for stuff for guys that could go five plus, these two might be the one. But also the Mariners can be waking up. I don't know. I don't love this. Uh, Robbie Ray and Luis Castillo. Sorry, it's just Luis Castillo getting two starts. That's lovely. Now that it's a five-man rotation with Chris Flexen in the bullpen. Love it. Angels and Athletics is so good. Uh, Glenn Otto gets the A's and the Twins. That's a do not for me. Even though with the Oakland one, I, I think the Twins one is just so bad. Um, yeah, I don't want to do that. He's top of do not start, I guess. Uh, Max Freed, hopefully he's back in time to be a two-star pitcher. I hope he's okay to be one. We get the Mets and the Astros. I think he's still auto-start it. I mean, I'll say probable for him and probable for Kyle Wright. I could argue questionable for for Kyle Wright because the velocity was down to 92.5, and now you have to commit for two starts after that. That's a questionable there. I'll say probable for Max Freed um, for Mets and Astros coming out with the concussion IL. If I was a betting man, I'd say he won't do it um, because Atlanta does seem primed for the playoffs, and they just want to make sure he's okay um, is my guess, but we'll see. Uh, nothing for the, the Marlins as it looks like it's a six man rotation with Edward Cabrera and Luzardo and maybe Trevor Rogers returning. If it is two starts, it's Sandy Alcantara against the Padres and the Dodgers. I just still do it. I don't really care. It's Sandy Alcantara. Um, Carlos Carrasco against Atlanta and the Phils is a probable right handed against the, against Atlanta is fine and Phils are fine. So yeah, I think I do that for Carrasco. Tywin Walker gets the same, and that is questionable. He has not looked quite the same, even though he did rebound last time. It's not quite there. Uh, Neo, Noah Syndergaard. I almost said Neo Syndergaard. Oh, no. No, no, no. Um, gets the Reds in Cincinnati, which is a little bit worse than on the road. And then the Mets. That is questionable. He's a Toby. Josiah Gray gets the Cubs and then the Padres. Oh, that's such a risk-reward. Highly volatile. I'd say top of do not start. Nah, bottom of questionable. It could go really well, but... Ooh, yeah. Bottom of questionable. Um, and also Patrick Corbin, absolutely not. Marcus Stroman and Justin Steele get two Washington Nationals and then the Brewers. Uh, that's a probable for Stroman and I would say top of questionable, questionable. I honestly probable that first start should be really good for Steele. 19 strikeouts last two starts. It's 90 light. And then, yeah, the Brewers aren't so scary. Uh, oh, looks like it's actually a six man rotation. I apologize. So it's just Stroman going for two. Um, with Drew Smiley, Adrian Sanson, Keegan Thompson, and Wade Miley possibly coming back. If Wade Miley doesn't come back on that Saturday start, then you have Justin Steele for two. Uh, Mike Miner against the Phillies and the Pirates. I don't want to do it even though with that Pirates start. Freddie Peralta and Brandon Woodruff are going for two here. Dodgers and Cubs. I think auto start for Woodruff. Peralta looked better last time, but, and he would be stretched out. I think that's a probable for me. Um, I think he'll be okay. Uh, especially for that second start against the Cubs. I think that'll be so much better than, uh, be so good that, and it won't be so bad for the Dodgers, if that makes sense. Uh, Mitch Keller, uh, Red Sox and Reds, no thanks. Um, after that, he'll play the R's. You get it? Cause Red Sox to Reds. Okay. It's, I'm so sorry. Um, I'm not going to do that. Uh, Jose Quintana gets Rocky Road and then Arizona. That's a probable start for me, uh, with that Cardinal defense behind him now. You have Madison Bumgarner and Merrill Kelly going for two. Merrill Kelly is a probable against the Giants and the Cardinals. Bumgarner, he's down to 90 miles per hour. Or it was 91, I guess, in the last one. I don't know. I don't want to do this. Uh, Kyle Freeland hosting, sorry, going to St. Louis and then hosting and the Giants don't do either one. Julio Urias is against the Brewers and the Marlins. That's an auto start there. Dustin May could be coming back, which means Ryan Papillo doesn't get two. Very intriguing. It looks like it might just be Urias getting two starts there. 
Uh, Joe Musgrove, and if it were Propia going for two, I don't want to do it. Joe Musgrove uh, gets two against Miami, and then the Nationals has an easy auto start. Sean Manaya gets it, and I think that's, I mean, at least questionable. Shamanai has been very volatile, but I think he's still got to do it for two, so that's probable. Um, and Alex Cobb gets the Diamondbacks, and then Corso does Jacob Junis. We're not doing Jacob Junis. Alex Cobb is bomb of question, but I do not, I do not want to do that starting in Colorado, but I really like that one against Arizona. But all right, that's going to do it for today. Good luck this weekend. I'll be back on Monday, of course, talking about the preview for the top 100 list that comes out every single Monday. So good luck this weekend, but my name is Nick Pollock, and may your babbips be low and your strikeouts high.